Yeah, you know, we could uh, be talking about this shit, whatever, and go back and forth for all that. You know what I'm Welcome, welcome, welcome. I would like to welcome you to yet another episode of the Unpopular Podcast. This is the man, the myth, the legend, Jalen Hunter. And if you do me a favor, please subscribe to whoever you're listening. Please subscribe to whoever you're watching. It definitely means a lot to me. So where we'll start this episode is the NFL came down after, of course, meeting with the NFLPA. And they increased Deshaun Watson's suspension from six games to, to 11 games. Now, that's not surprising. That shouldn't be surprising to anybody. Sad, maybe a different story, but surprising, no. The NFL, I, once Judge Sue Robinson came down with the verdict of six games, I knew that it wasn't going to go to uh, a, a full game season. I was more surprised at the fact that the original uh, had no fine to it. But... I. The league doesn't want to set a a a, a large a huge president. They kind of did with the fine. He got eleven games, five five million dollar fine. But the league doesn't want to set a, a a huge president and suspending or in in suspending Deshaun Watson the whole season. Now, do I think that he deserved the the full season? I don't know. It, I, I I don't know. That's something that I, I do. Here's the thing. Here's the thing that I'm. You hear a lot of people talking about this. Shouts out to Mina Kine. Shouts out to a lot of women that are here talking about the situation. The thing that's more frustrating, in my opinion, the most frustrating thing, in fact, is the this double dutch act that Deshaun Watson is doing when it comes to accountability. It's in one hand. He's saying, you know, he, he, he's, he's ho- holding himself accountable. He's apologizing to whoever he offended or the victims or, you know, he, he's, he's showing accountability there. But in the same breath, he also continues to stand on his innocence. Now, again, the only people that know what, ha- what really happened was Deshaun Watson and whatever woman or women that were in that room. But the the thing is, again, when you have 24 women, 30 women to come out talking about pretty much having the same story, that's kind of hard. <laughs> it's hard for, for you ever play telephone and you have to relay a message from one end to the other. And usually the message that you send out is never the message that gets to the end. Well, this would be probably the first time in the history of telephone that 24 people pretty much have the same story. So I don't know what it is, but the NFL, we've talked about this time and time and time again. The NFL does not care about women. The NFL doesn't care about men. The NFL doesn't care about the LGBTQ community. The NFL doesn't care about anything that doesn't protect the shield and doesn't make them money. That's that. That's the harsh reality that we're seeing, and that we've seen from time to time. 
The, the NFL does not care about anything but their bottom line. The only reason why they increased the suspension for Deshaun Watson is because of the public backlash. And public backlash usually affects the bottom line. You see, should Deshaun Watson be suspended? If if from the alleg- for the allegations that have been look at let's let's look at everything that we know to be true right now. Over twenty four women have accused Deshaun Watson of sexual sex being sexually inappropriate towards them. Twenty four plus women. We also know that the NFL and Judge Drew Robinson did their own investigation. And some of the rhetoric that was used in the final findings of the investigation from Sue Robinson was predatory. You know, some of the words are predatory. Lied. Sexual misconduct. Sexual inappropriate, being sexually inappropriate. Deshaun Watson used his fame to... inappropriately act towards people you see all that rhetoric to me sounds like you found something and you found some something proved to be true and this is the, the harsh reality is the NFL didn't extend Deshaun Watson's suspension because you know they care about women that's the no and it's it's not it's un, it's not right it's very unfortunate because this was this was a perfect opportunity to show that you know what for the first time ever the NFL was going to back somebody else that they really don't need to back and that is women you see the NFL is still going to thrive People are still going to watch Sunday after Sunday after Monday after Thursday. People are still going to watch on Thanksgiving. People are still going to watch on Christmas. People are still going to watch the playoffs. People are still going to watch the Super Bowl, have Super Bowl parties. And after 11 games, the Deshaun Watson will be back on the field week 13 in Houston. And life will go on. But... The fact of the matter is you still have women, you still have people that don't feel respected, don't feel listened to, don't feel valued. And to me, that hurts the product more than anything that Calvin Ridley could have done. You want your pro- you want people to relate. This isn't yes, there's the NFL is 100% a male sport right now. Meaning that on every single team, every single player is a male. But that doesn't mean you have to, you should isolate your talent. It doesn't mean you should isolate your your fan base like this. Women, look. There's multiple instances the Ray Rice situation, the Ezekiel Elliott situation, now the Deshaun Watson situation. Time and time again, the league shows you what they care about, and women ain't it. 
again, the thing that I want is just Deshaun Watson to stand on something. Look, it's none of my business what goes on in Deshaun Watson's personal life. It's none. Of, I don't know exactly what happened. I do think it's fine. Clearly, the league found something out as well because, and Judge Sue Robinson, after all the rhetoric that I said was in the report, he also is mandated to only see team or league massage therapists, meaning they know this man might have a problem. And let's 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 try to figure. Let's let's try to meet him where he is. What I want to do, what I want Deshaun Watson to do is stand on something. Stand on being accountable or stand on your innocence. Because it's not it, it looks worse. I mean that that press conference that the that the Cleveland Browns had when the owner pretty much said we have to remember Deshaun Watson is still a young man and a, a great football player. What the hell does that have to do with anything we're talking about? What the hell does that have to do with anything? Yes, you know what? It does. It has everything to do with exactly what we're talking about. Deshaun Watson is a young man that made a stupid decision. And the reason or he was accused of making multiple stupid sexual decisions that affected other people's lives. And the reason why he was able to do that is because he is an NFL player, a great NFL player at that. Again, man, either stand on stand on being accountable or stand on being innocent. But you can't keep doing this 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 double dutch thing because it, it 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 makes you it makes it makes you look worse, it makes the situation look worse. It makes it 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 really feels like you discredit the the accusations. It really seems like you discredit the the women. All women that are clearly upset and affected by this, all people that are upset, that are affected by this. I don't know, man. Get it together, bro. Stand on one side. But unsus- unsurprising to me and hopefully to a lot of people, Deshaun Watson's six-game suspension got extended to 11. I'm actually kind of surprised, too, because I was expecting them to at least double it. You know, I didn't think they wanted him to play in Houston, seeing as though, you know, everything that happened in Houston and all the accusations, a lot of them, you know, is, was in Houston. I didn't think they really wanted him to play there. So I would expect him to do 12 games. And, you know, you week 12 for the Houston Texans is a, a bye week. So the 12th week would be Houston. So he'll be come back week, what, 14? I don't know. That's what I thought. And to to, to try to bring this back to football a little bit, what happens to the to the Cleveland Browns? Well, Jacoby Brissett is a good option. He's a good option to keep you afloat. I, the 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 reason why I say he's a good option because the Cleveland Browns shouldn't be a pass first offense with Jacoby Brissett. You have you know you have Nick Chubb, you have Kareem Hunt. This should be a a a pound the ball you know, give it to your running backs type team until Deshaun Watson gets there. Hell, even with Deshaun Watson there, while yes, Deshaun Watson is clearly a better football player than Jacoby Brissett, 
this wide receiver core isn't beautiful. Let's let's not get it confused. This isn't the best wide receiver core we've ever seen. So I do think that even with Deshaun Watson, you're going to get a lot of Nick Chubb. You're going to get a lot of Kareem Hunt. But I do – it's tough, man. After, like, the first – see, having Jacoby Brissett for six games compared to 11 games is drastically different. Drastically different. Now you now you got to play the you got to go against the Ravens without uh, Deshaun Watson. Now you got to go against um, who else the the Bengals without Deshaun Watson. Like it's it's tough, and I, I do think once you get to eleven games, you know once once Deshaun Watson come back, if you're in playoff contention, that's the best thing that you can hope for, because I mean. I will say, and something that a lot of people aren't talking about, we need to know if Deshaun Watson is ready to play. You know, that's that's one of the biggest reasons why I think that he was getting first team reps. Because is he ready to play? Is he ready to perform? You know what I mean? He he, he didn't play all last year, so the first game would be well. The first he did play in the preseason, like a, a drive, but the first actual game he plays will be Week 13 in Houston. That's kind of like. Ben Simmons coming back in the first game he plays, allegations aside, allegations aside, I'm not going to do that to Ben Simmons, allegations aside, not talking about the allegations, but do you remember when Philly, I mean, no, when Brooklyn was supposed to go play Philly and the whole hype was, is Ben Simmons going to play? Is Ben Simmons going to play? That's kind of how it is with Deshaun Watson. We just know he's going to play. So we just don't, We, you know, I do think the best case scenario is, the Houston Texans, I mean, no, the Cleveland Browns is in playoff contention when Deshaun Watson gets back. And then, you know, hopefully his talent takes over. Worst case scenario, they're not. Jacoby Brissett is only good for because there's a reason why he's a backup quarterback. Don't get me wrong. He's, he's one of the best backup quarterback, if not the best backup quarterback in the league. But there's a reason why he's a backup instead of a starter. And... You know, the backup is supposed to keep you afloat for the for the time being. That doesn't mean you don't really expect or want the time being to be 11 weeks. So, you know, that's that's my that's my comments on the situation, man. And I don't I don't really feel like talking about Deshaun Watson anymore unless major, major developments happen. But uh, or we're talking about football. But, yeah, that's that's that, man. Steve Young made some comments about Lamar Jackson yesterday and it caught it caught headlines by storm and everything and I want to talk about it Steve Young's words were pretty much one of the biggest things that's holding not only the Ravens back but Deshaun Watson and his development as a passer back is the Ravens itself how they keep on going heavy with the run they keep on doubling down on the run and they don't focus on the pass and if they do focus on the pass and focus on developing the passing game for Lamar Jackson he could potentially be one of the best if not the best football player of all time now I'm not going to go as far as say be one of the best players of all time I don't I don't know if I agree with Steve on that one but one thing I do agree with is Player development is important. 
it doesn't matter if you're a star. It doesn't matter if you're a role player. Player development is important. Player development is what gets your team to the next level. That's one of the biggest reasons why I, I, I question Matt LaFleur a lot. Not because of the fact of, you know, they haven't won a Super Bowl. Not because of the, the flameouts in the playoffs. It's because of Jordan Love. We saw Jordan Love in the preseason game look exactly how he looked his first year. And it's like... Yo, this is year three for Jordan Love. You drafted, you traded up to get him. This is Matt LaFleur's person or Matt LaFleur's pick, and he, he, looks, he, he, he looks like a rookie quarterback, and this is year three. Not to mention some of the late-game situations, but player development is important. And I agree wholeheartedly with Steve Young when he says, yo, and, and I've said this year after year after year, why is it that they continue? I get it. Let me say this. I get it. I get why you continue to pound and pound the nail in the run game coffin. I get it. Lamar Jackson is the greatest runner quarterback that is a runner with the football we've ever seen. Yes, he's better at 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 using his legs. He's better than Michael Vick. He's better than a prime Cam Newton. He's better than Dante Culpepper. He's better than Steve Young. He is the best quarterback that can use his legs we have ever seen the Ravens know this the league knows this the league also knows that there's nothing that you can really do to stop him once the, the, he gets going once you know he's he has open space it's pretty much a wrap but the questions are always can Lamar Jackson win you know we've never seen a quarterback that has run happy win a Super Bowl which is true we've never seen it we've seen Cam Newton make it to the Super Bowl but he didn't win we saw Joe Burrow who's okay running the ball make it to the Super Bowl but he didn't win we saw Colin Kaepernick make it to the Super Bowl he didn't win the problem is the Ravens don't focus on passing the ball. I've said this about Greg Roman for the longest. He is excellent at scheming up run plays and scheming up runs. But to me, there's always a ceiling because what are you doing? There's a reason why we see flashes of Lamar Jackson being able to pass brilliantly. And then people still question, can Lamar Jackson... The, the, the reason why Lamar Jackson doesn't pass the ball as much as a lot of people want is because the Ravens don't force him to. And they don't work on it. They don't they don't develop him. Every player from Aaron Rodgers to Tom Brady, they needed development. Some more than others. And this is not me saying that Lamar Jackson is a bad quarterback or Lamar Jackson is a project, which a lot of people like to put that label on black quarterbacks. Lamar Jackson is an MVP of this league, Lamar or of the NFL. Lamar Jackson is arguably top five quarterbacks right now, in my opinion. So it's not like Lamar Jackson's some scrub, but when you can, how do I say this in a, in a, in a more? You ever play video games? People play video games. You ever? Every single video game you play, you put it on easy mode. And then you just fly through it because it's just easy. It's easy. 
It's easy. Play 2K. You put it on rookie mode. You play Madden. You put it on rookie mode. And you just destroy the computer. But then what happens when you put it on pro? All pro. Hall of Fame. You have to force yourself to work. You have to force yourself to be better. You see, the Ravens continue to put the game on easy for Lamar Jackson. And because Lamar Jackson is so good, he's able to just... That's why the Ravens are juggernauts in the regular season. That's what Steve Young said. That's why they're juggernauts in the regular season. But then when you get to the playoffs where you know teams are better, defenses are better, you're able to load the box... So now you have to make him pass. The reason why a lot of people say he's not a good passer is because the Ravens don't develop that for him. And he could. You see the jump Lamar Jackson did from year one to year two. And you think that he can't, if, if they're really forcing him and they're really guiding him, you think he can't learn how to be a great pocket passer? Not even just a pocket passer. Learn how to be a more accurate passer? I agree with Steve Young wholeheartedly, man. Until the Ravens focus on actually developing Lamar Jackson's passing game, and it, it usually starts with getting him more help. Yes, we need to see what Rashad Bateman can do. Yes, we need to see what some of those, you know, what the receivers that they have can do. But until they really focus on it, the Ravens are going to be the Ravens. The Ravens are going to be the... <laughs> The Ravens are going to be the Utah Jazz of the NFL. Remember the Utah Jazz with Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gay and how there are always juggernauts in the uh, in the regular season. They always either number one, two, or three seed in the West. And then you get to the playoffs and they get, they get smacked or they just look ooh, something worse than you think they would ever look. And you're like, what's happened? This happens every year. Not saying that the Ravens are bad or anything. Don't get me wrong. Again, the Ravens are great, a great team. But until, and I agree with Steve Young, until they develop the passing game, and, and not just the passing game, develop, develop Lamar Jackson into a better passer, it's not going to matter because you're going to continue to be great in the regular season. And then once the playoffs hit, once you play the Texans, once you play, you know, some of these, some of these playoff teams – don't matter it doesn't matter you're just gonna you know that's i just think it's funny man when people say lamar jackson can't pass the ball no the ravens don't ask him to pass the ball a lot and to me that is the biggest problem they don't ask him to pass the ball because he can they ask him to pass the ball because they have the game on easy and they just want to continue to pound and run and run and use J.K. Dombas and use Gus Edwards and run and run and use Lamar Jackson's legs. And then when he has to pass, he'll pass. But they're not developing it, you know? That's, yeah. I agree with you, Steve Young. I don't, again, I don't know about the whole Lamar Jackson would be the greatest football player of all time. I don't know about that. But I do agree with the sentiment of, you know, you need to. They need to develop the the passing game more because we know Lamar Jackson's already great at running. The the Ravens are already great at running the ball. So, so I'm finishing. I can. I'm continuing my 
divisional breakdown. And we have reached the last division in the AFC, which is the AFC West. I wanted to bring on my man, Eric, Eric Lyons, the host of Electrified Podcast, and talk about, you know, this division had the most action, the most change out of all the divisions. And I wanted to get, you know, how are the Chargers going to look this year? Is the, does Devontae Adams make the Raiders a, a Super Bowl contention? Uh, does does Russell Wilson, is he the remedy that the Broncos need to get back to the Super Bowl? And what happens with the, you know, after Tyreek Hill left and, and some of the new acquisitions, where do the Kansas City Chiefs sit, not only in the AFC West, but in the AFC altogether. So again, man, I wanted to bring on Eric Lyons, the host of the Electrified Podcast, and here is our conversation and our breakdown of the AFC West. So I got my man Eric here, and we are talking about the AFC West. Now, the AFC West, I don't think there's ever been a time in history where one division got drastic, well, changed so drastically from one mm. season to another. Um, let's talk. Let's talk about the the the, the Raiders at first. Or first. Okay. All right. Go ahead. I think that I think getting Devontae Adams mm-hmm. kind of solidifies the fact that they trust Derek Carr. And they think that Derek Carr can get them to the promised land. Because one thing that we've heard time and time again is I can imagine how good Derek Carr is if he has a number one receiver. Now he has a number one receiver and, to me, has a top three tight end in Darren Waller. What do you think the ceiling is for this uh, Raiders team? Listen, uh, you know, the Raiders, they add Tay, Chandler Jones, Deion Brown, right? Mm-hmm. My only gripe with the Raiders and this team is a new head coach, right? You got Josh McDaniels coming in, great offensive mind. I uh, can't wait to see what him and Carr do mm-hmm. and how they gel. And then we also have to see how Tay and Carl gel, even though they did play in college, but that's years ago, yeah. you know? So we want to see how this offense looks with Tay, Renfro, Darren Waller, Jacobs in the backfield. This Raiders team can be dangerous, man. Mm-hmm. They, can, they can make some noise this year. As far as the ceiling, I think they're like, maybe an 11 win team. Mm-hmm. I just think that it's going to take some time for them to get rolling uh, with so many not that many new pieces, but yeah, a new system about to get put in place and a new number one wide receiver. It's going to take a couple games for them to get rolled. You know, you said something that I completely forgot until, well, I completely forgot, and that's Josh McDaniels. Mm-hmm. Now, we know the lack of success that Bill Belichick's quote-unquote co- coaching tree has. Do you think that Josh McDaniels is going to be another casualty to that, or do you think that he can be that heir apparent, quote-unquote, to Bill Belichick and actually be a successful head coach? We've seen him try to break away from the fold one time. It didn't go right. Mm-hmm. Um, so he ended up going back home. Now this is his, his second time. I feel like this feels different for him, I think. Mm-hmm. I think he's in a better situation. Uh, you got a, good, a great quarterback in Derek Carr. You traded for the best receiver in the world in Devontae Adams. It's really... Nothing to complain about if you're Josh McDaniels, honestly. Uh, this Raiders team last year, with all they went through, with everything going on off the field, you got uh, Rich Passage taking over, and they still were able to make it to the playoffs. Yeah. Now you got a new coach. 
a good coach that's actually here from preseason and camp OTAs from all the way to the end. It's it's a lot that can happen with Josh McDaniels and the Raiders. And I think that this is where he is going to show what he learned up there in New England and show us that he can be a head coach in this football league. I think my the big I agree with what you're saying. I think that Josh McDaniels Josh McDaniels there's something even though I don't think he did it right when he mm-hmm. turned down the other head coaching job and well he accepted it then turned it down like last mm-hmm. minute. I yeah. think that was him understanding, you know what? I may not be ready for this. Mm-hmm. And I may I, honestly conspiracy theorist, I think he thought Bill Belichick's time in New England would be a little shorter than he thought. So then mm-hmm. once he was just like, all right, well, I'm just going to go. I'll just take the Raiders job. I, I think that this this is the perfect place for him. You know, yeah. we even though they're in Vegas now, we know the 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 Raiders history as far as their fans and how, you know, how electric that place can be, especially as we saw last year. My only concern. Well, my two concerns about this Raiders team is, of course, the offensive line. And mm-hmm. the defense. Now, yeah, you have mm-hmm. Abrams and you have, you know, Pro Bowl defenders, but as a whole, the defense has a lot of, or had a lot of holes last year. So did the offense. Mm-hmm. Do you think that those have been rectified, or do you think that you know, with the with the new pieces, with a healthy uh, Jacobs, they it can they can kind of uh, work around it to say the least. I mean, look, you lose Unique and and Casey Hayward. Um, those are two big losses, right? Even with the additions that they did add, like that I spoke on, you got to be a complete football team to do something in this league. You got to be good all three phases of the game, right? And to me, especially when we look at the division as a whole, I don't think the Raiders' defense is ready to compete with the offenses that are in this division. Um, we're gonna, they're gonna have to ask a lot of Derek Carr in this offense this year a lot and I mean I'm not saying he can't rise up to the challenge mm-hmm. because Derek Carr he, he he can keep throwing it he'll keep coming um but it's going to be on the offensive shoulders to me this season uh, I thought I don't think the defense is ready to compete with these other offenses you know we uh, podcasts shows we love lists mm-hmm. I don't know it just it makes us feel good yeah and a list that you know comes out year after year as a top 10 list you know mm-hmm. I, I did a whole bunch of them ESPN Fox they all do them. and one of the one of the hardest quarterbacks to judge between top 10 is Derek Carr yeah Derek Carr may not have the success as far as a lot of but he has the stats he has the numbers um and he's a he's a decent quarterback in your opinion in your eyes is he a top 10 quarterback Hold on, let me find my list. I don't think so. I don't think I put him on the list. The the I didn't put him on mine, but yeah, I don't think I put him on my list. I also, you know, I got flagged for not putting Dak Prescott on the list. I had I don't I don't think I put Dak on my list either. Dak is not on my list. So <laughs> I just, I just I, it, the reason why is there's just so many good quarterbacks now, and that's no offense to you know a Derek Carr or a Dak Prescott, but right. I'm not picking, I'm picking what Kyler Murray over Derek Carr. I'm picking, oh, yeah. you know, of course, we don't have to say that like Lamar's and, and Justin. Oh, Herbert yeah. And stuff, the, but, the obvious. Yeah. And then you get to like, okay, is what we're seeing from Matt Ryan, was that a lot of Atlanta or was that a lot of Matt Ryan? So yeah, that's a great question too, because 
I go back to his MVP season, the year, you know, where I felt like Rogers should have gotten it. I mean, listen, man, Rogers, the Packers were four and six. Mm. He said it was going to run the table. They did it. They had similar numbers. I think, you know, the Falcons were the better team that year, obviously. But I don't know. Matt Ryan with the Colts, what is that going to look like at this stage in his career? You know, I mean, that I'm not sure about. I found my top 10 list. That was number 10. Uh, people were killing me for putting Kirk Cousins at number nine. Yeah, listen, I, I, I didn't listen the ones, but I was listen you know, when I heard that and I saw that. I was listen, us like, cousin Kirk, man, his numbers are not bad, bro. If the Vikings could win games, mm-hmm. fam, okay. listen, and they talk about playoffs, bro. He walked into the dome a couple years ago, that's true, and put and got Breeze out of there. Listen, it's two things you don't piss Kirk Cousins off about, all right. The playoffs and Christmas. They told that man had to play on Christmas. He missed Christmas. Yes. And then he ruined the, the Saint season. I, I will never forget that. So he will up forever be in my top 10. But no, nah, I just, no, nah, I don't know about Derek Carr, man, especially with the way their season ended and that battle we had with Herbert before the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I know he's a fighter. I like Derek Carr. I think this season, yeah, you don't have any excuses if you're Derek Carr. You got everything at your disposal now. So this is where we'll see if he can take that next step and be MVP caliber. That is what I was that is what I was going to end at least the Raiders mm-hmm. with. The getting Devonta Adams, getting the number 1 receiver in the league mm-hmm. kind of you don't have any excuses because again, you have Hunter Renfro, you have uh Adams, you have Josh Jacobs, you have Darren Waller, you have an a, an abundance of pieces. And it's Again, the the, the 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 thought was, what if Derek Carr is the number one receiver? Because we remember who the hell he was throwing to a year to two, a year or two ago. Yeah. It was what what did uh, Deion Sanders say? You can't even uh, you can't get arrested at the airport with those weapons. It just yeah, it just didn't work. Yeah. Moving forward, we talked about Derek Carr as a top ten, and there's not a I don't think there's disrespect there. I do think that there is a an argument to be had. I think the end of last year, a lot of people started to disrespect Russell Wilson. And let's go, let's go to the Broncos. Mm-hmm. The Broncos, kind of like how we said, we wonder if Derek Carr played with a you know number one receiver. One of the biggest knocks on the Broncos as a whole is they need a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Well, to me, they got the quarterback. And I think an unpopular opinion of mine is. Russell Wilson will win this year's MVP. I think he has the story. I think he has the the receiver. I mean, his receivers outside of Tyler Lockett, his receivers now are better than they than he than it was. Yeah, as a whole, for sure. As a whole in Seattle, his offensive line is better than Seattle. His his running game, you know, when consistent is better than Seattle. Everything that he has is better than Seattle. And he was putting it wasn't until we got hurt. And team, you know, I don't for some reason they just stopped going to him, even though it was the whole Ruck, Russ Cook thing. I started running the ball, which is why Chris Carson had to retire because they just ran mm-hmm. him to the ground and in the, in the killed that man. So I think that you're going to see a different type of Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. I think that you're going, we've never really seen a prove it Russell Wilson. And yeah. To me, there's a lot of expectations. While I don't think that the Broncos are Super Bowl captain, I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl. I don't think that they're really a Super Bowl caliber team until I see them play. Mm-hmm. I do think that they're going to be drastically better. And 
it's already criminal in my opinion that Russell Wilson has never received the MVP vote, let alone, mm-hmm. I think this would be the year because you have the story, you have the new team. And we're really about to see how good he was because we're about to see how bad Seattle is. Okay. No one, no one talks about how bad that, that team is about to be. Yeah. But yeah. What what do you think? How, how do you think the season looks for the Broncos uh, this season? I'm thinking similar to the Raiders. I mean, you got a new quarterback mm-hmm. for the Broncos, right? And a new head coach, and Nathaniel Hackett, who was a great offensive mind coming from Green Bay. I love Nathaniel Hackett. Mm-hmm. Um, I was concerned about the trade. I was happy for no offense. I said, like, oh, my God, no fan gets a great quarterback. Then no fans going to Seattle. I said, oh, damn. I said, damn. Yeah. Um, then they add Randy Gregory. You add DJ Jones. So your defense is getting bolstered a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, who's that running back now? Then they lose Melvin Gordon, too? They have Williams. Okay, right. Yes, yeah. I like him. I like him. Um, Tim Patrick out for the season. That sucks. That does. Suck. And it really sucks for him because, look, bro, you was about to play with Russell Wilson. Um you make a good point. You know, I, I think that a lot of Seattle's these last couple of years, let's say post Legion of Boom, um, I think all of their failures fell more so on Pete Carroll than mm-hmm. Russell Wilson. And people didn't want to admit that Pete Carroll lost his fastball a long time ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think Russell Wilson was still playing at his level. It's just the offensive line was trash, barely had any weapons. And when your defense was the cream of the crop and then it's not yeah. it sucks it it's sucks. it hurts you you know and that's the sad I, talk, I wrote about this when um i talked about kaepernick and the way the 49ers fell apart mm-hmm. this is similar yeah. like you had everything then you lose everything it's usually the other way around mm-hmm. you know you you start off with nothing and you you put pieces together but to lose everything like russell did and then for them to put everything on him was terrible to me and, and i i think that's one thing that you you touched on it beautifully, and I, I agree. There's something to be said when you don't have the pressure of carrying a franchise mm-hmm. and carrying a team. When that's what that's, and we'll talk about the Chiefs in a second. That's what I think kind of went wrong with the Chiefs last year, and why you saw some of the things that you saw from Patrick Mahomes. Patrick yes. Mahomes knew if I don't get the ball first and I'm touching the field, we're already down three or seven. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and it's like he had to play hero ball and you saw that with with uh, Russell Wilson in Seattle bro they had arguably the worst offensive line and outside of Jamal Adams which he's a, a linebacker safety in my opinion because he can't play coverage to save his life oh it, no 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 they just they didn't really have anybody on defense so yeah he, he had to play hero ball I think you know when you have Judy when you have Sutton when you have Williams i do think they retain Melvin Gordon, but I think it was on a one-year deal. Oh, he um, did. He did go back, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay. Right. Because they thought they thought he was going to go, and then he came back. Yeah. Okay. Right. Then you have Sertain on the on the. You have Chubb. I just think that this team is. I understand the questions, and mm-hmm. I understand the. A lot of people are looking at the the Broncos like, well, they they weren't that good last year. But we have to remember who their who their quarterback was. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And you take on the no offense to Teddy Bridgewater, all offense to Drew Locke. You take on the the identity of your quarterback. And yeah, you know, and, and we know Russ is a leader, man. Yeah. We know that. And, and those guys are gonna follow behind him. And 
it's just a new it's a new scenery, new atmosphere for him. I think he needed that. Yeah. Um, I think that the the at the Seattle mystique is gone. Mm-hmm. It's gone. Yeah. Like I don't think anybody's scared to go play there anymore. Nobody cares about the buzz anymore. That only matters when you're winning. Mm-hmm. Crowd, it, it only matters when you're winning. Um, and especially in the NFC West, which is so much better than it was yeah. uh, years ago. It's so much more competitive. I think that going to the AFC West, which is probably even more competitive than that, was fit for Russell Wilson. I don't mm-hmm. understand why people thought Aaron Rodgers was going to go there at his big age. Why would he go from the easiest division to the hardest division? Mm-hmm. That made no sense for me. But Russell Wilson, he can still compete with those that caliber team in that division for sure. So if we talk about this division, of course, we're talking about the AFC West and the team that has run the division for a good little minute now has been the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, yeah. And um, a lot is being said about, of course, them losing Tyreek Hill. Mm-hmm. Now, he is a top, what you can say, three to five receiver, in my opinion. Maybe. But you still have Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. And people, I think, I think from a lot of things that I've heard, I think a lot of people, for some reason, are sleeping on Patrick Mahomes, mm-hmm. which is why you're starting to see videos of him throwing behind the back passes to the post. Do you think that losing Tyreek Hill is going to be a huge a huge hole for this team listen i'm gonna talk about Tariq hill but i'm gonna tell you what the chiefs that reign of terror is over it's over they're done they're done listen i respected what they did last season when they came back from the dead and everybody thought they were done but they got lucky because they ran into jordan love at the right time then they were able to get hot after that but watching them lose to the Bengals two times Mm -hmm couple weeks apart, the same exact way. Yeah. I mean, you're up double digits at halftime. Same way, both times. And then you fold and don't fast. score in the you second half. Fast. Yeah. And then this this one was worse. In the, in the AFC title game, you're up 20 to 3, right? Yeah. Instead of kicking a field goal, you try to get a touchdown, and you let Eli yeah, Apple. Eli Apple. Went, the play oh, the, the game, game was over right there. That was, it was over right there. The Bengals was like, yo, we – we're going to win this game. Being down so, 17 and being down 20 is two completely two different. Two different things, yeah. man. Especially when you do it in a dramatic fashion like that. Yeah. And then you lose Tariq Hill, you lose to uh, Teran Matthew and Traverius Ward. Your mm-hmm. defense was already giving up how many points, yeah. right? And listen, I know Tariq Hill is that guy, but I don't think that losing him is bigger than the Packers losing Devontae Adams. Because you still got Travis Kelsey and you still have Andy Reid and Eric Bieniemy, yeah, the best coaches in this division compared to the two new coaches that just came, right? Mm-hmm. So you still got your system is still there. You still got one of the best in the league, Patrick Mahomes, mm-hmm. and you add Marquez Valdez Scantling, who's speedy, yeah. right? Doesn't have the best hands, but he's speedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got Juju. You, we know him and Jackson Mahomes gonna make a shape. Right. So and you add safety, Justin Reed. So the Chiefs are still going to be there. Mm -hmm. They're still going to compete. But I don't think that. I think that reign of terror is over, man. I think that there these teams in the division, they're all at the same level to me. Everybody else progressed this offseason. I think the Chiefs took a step back. Um, I think Pat Mahomes is still going to be Pat Mahomes. 
all three of these quarterbacks, they're not going away. If you score, we're going to come score. Mm-hmm. You score again, we're going to come score again. You know? So, yeah, I, I don't know, man. It's going to be interesting, though. Surprisingly, man, I I feel I tr- mm, how am I, I believe, and this is no offense to t- uh, Tyreek Hill, I believe in the Chiefs offense more now than I did with Tyreek Hill because, like you said, you get a Valdez scaling. And we I feel like the Packers underutilized him. Yeah. I, I you get a Juju Smith Schuster, and he doesn't have to be a number one receiver. I feel mm-hmm. like I mean he hasn't been I, I don't think he had a thousand yard season since A B was uh, on the Steelers. If nope. um I think that those gives you more weapons. Now I do agree with you the fact of the defense got worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you still have Jones and, and everything, but the defense got worse. And it was already pretty bad last year. Yeah, because who was who was number 49, boy? When they played oh. the Packers, Jordan Love, he didn't know number 49 was on the field to the to the fourth quarter. But once yeah. he found him, oh my oh. God. So I yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah, I, no. I do think that you they still have, you know, Arrowhead is still that whole yeah. court advantage is crazy. Or home field advantage. But I do think that we're going to see the same way. And I I talked about this um, when I when I talked about the NFC, NFC North, the same way I feel we're going to see a different Aaron Rodgers because you have to. Because we know how Aaron Rodgers was, especially in the playoff games with Devontae Mm -hmm. Adams. You're going to see a different Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs offense without Tyree Kill. I think. I can see this early. I can see that maybe in the preseason, they're going to try to use Veldez scaling like they use Tyreek, and they're going to realize quickly, yeah, that, that's not it. That's, that's not, not it. happening. So not they're happening. Gonna, I, I do, I, I think that they're still going to be the Chiefs because mm-hmm. of Patrick Mahomes and because of, like you said, Eric Bien-Me and and Andy Reid. But I, and I don't agree that the reign of terror is over, but I do agree with the fact of, everyone around them is better yeah like you can't you, and it's not just this division the ravens are getting healthy the afc as, as the a whole AFC as a whole i mean like i said the 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 Bengals aren't going away the browns yeah. will see what happens with deshaun watson and the suspension yeah. so i just think this team it's no more chiefs and then the rest yeah it's everybody it's everybody everybody and, yeah. I, and i and i am interested to see how they fare with that and, and how they go in and they're going to be underdogs a lot of times this year. They have a tough schedule. They have one of the mm-hmm. toughest schedules. So mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see what the chiefs look like. And especially in, I don't think Patrick Holmes falling off or anything, but I, no. I think they will be different. And I'm glad you brought up um, how Rogers and him will look without mm-hmm. their guys. People thought I was crazy when the trade happened. I think Rogers is going to be better. I think that we're going to see him play better. He's going to spread the ball more Mm -hmm. because you go back to that divisional round game. All he was looking for was 17. Yes. He was looking for 17. And then with MVS MVS out, it was nowhere else to go. Even when people were open, all he saw was 17. I got to feed 17. And I think it's the same thing for Mahomes. Without the pressure of, I got to feed the man who's the guy on this offense. I think it's wide open for them now. Mm-hmm. I think they're both going to be MVP candidates I just think. because of how they play. Yeah. Without, you know, their star. 
and and with Nicole Harmon and and it's I don't know what the hell's going on with Josh Gordon, but you know it's like, you got pieces. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I saved them for last. Yeah, <laughs> I saved them for last. I don't know if you know, all the all the um audio listeners. My man's Eric's here. He has the biggest thirteen uh, thirteen bolts jersey on. on. Yeah. Yeah. This team, to me, made the biggest leap in the entire offseason. Yeah. With the acquisitions that they have, you know, you, you got Khalil Mack, you got J.C. Jackson, you retain Mike Williams. Mike Williams. Woo! This team, you still have Austin Eckler. You still – Keenan Allen. You, and yeah. Justin Herbert, even with the pieces that he had. Oh, and, and I forgot you have another year of Slater. This team, in my opinion – made the biggest leap um and on paper on paper i have mm-hmm. the second best team you can still go back and forth between them and buffalo but i have them as the second best team the question that i have and the question that was not answered this offseason was the head coach mm-hmm. and his decision making yeah going for fourth downs like his madden or yeah. him the, the clock management is we talk about Mike McCarthy. The, yeah. Some of the clock management from Staley is like, Mike, yeah. what are you doing? I feel this team can be and will be in the Super Bowl contention mm-hmm. with all the moves that they made. Because of course, you still need to gel. Like, how is how is Khalil Mack going to play with Nick Bosa? How is Derwin James going to look with J.C. Jackson? I can already imagine what you're going to say, but what is the ceiling for this team this year? Before I get to that, I'm glad you talked about Staley because, I mean, these are the same questions that uh, they had about Anthony Lynn, and he's no longer with us. Correct. <laughs> so what, yeah. what are we really doing here? But I ain't, I ain't going to do that today. That's not yeah. what we're here for. But <laughs> as far as the Chargers go, man, they made moves, man. It's like they saw what their next-door neighbors did last year, and it was like, uh, we should probably get on that, mm-hmm. right? We, we should probably get out there and spend some money. Now, as far as Khalil Mack goes, me personally, I haven't seen him since week one of 2019. Yeah. Um, I don't know if anybody else in Chicago has seen him. I know I haven't seen him in Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Um, so I haven't <laughs> – I don't know. But, hey – this could be good for him. Another, he's back on the West Coast, right? He's back in the AFC West. And now you don't have to be the main attraction of a defensive line because you got Joey Bosa on the other side. That's going to be freaking horrendous. That's scary to talk about, to think about. Yeah. And everybody looks good on paper, right? We got to stay healthy. We got to gel. It's a lot that's going to go into this. But the Chargers, man, this offense, Justin Herbert, I already, I feel like Justin Herbert, is going to take that leap that we saw Josh Allen take last year. I think that Justin Herbert is really going to come into his own. Mm-hmm. Um, and we saw that the way that he played against the Raiders in that last game of the season. It's just like, bro, he doesn't stop. Yeah, Like, it doesn't matter. He, it don't matter how much time is on the clock. I'm going to keep throwing. Uh, oh, you think I'm going to keep throwing. I'm coming yeah. again. I'm at your door again. Um, but the team can play well. They can look good. But, yeah, Stanley is, is really what the problem or the solution needs yeah. to be. Yeah, it's, it's going to be on him to mature as a coach and relax a little bit, bro. You don't, It's not Madden. You don't got to go. I don't even go for it on Madden, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm putting the ball. Yeah. I, I trust my defense. And I think that 
with the additions on defense, he can trust them a little more. Yeah. And I don't think we'll see that wild, wild west style of coaching from Staley this year. At least I hope not. I do think that you did kind of hit it. And I think one of the biggest reasons why you go for the fourth down is because you know how good your offense is. Mm-hmm. And you know how much of a deficit your defense was. Because let's not forget, Joey Bolson missed most of the year. Derwin yep. James missed most of the year last year yep. due to injuries. So I do think and I hope that his coaching style changes because you can trust both sides of the ball uh, mm-hmm. this time. My question is, we <laughs> would you at this moment right now, would you choose, uh, who are you picking, Justin Herbert or Joe Burrow? Justin Herbert. Okay. Okay. And Justin Herbert. So Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson. Lamar. Okay. I was just, I was just making sure we're on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, I, I feel how you're going to go, but let's, let's do, let's kind of go a little impromptu. Let's okay. rank this division in your opinion. Okay. Let's start from the worst to the top and I'll start with my worst. I think okay. my worst is the Raiders. Now that's not saying worse as far as they suck clearly, but mm-hmm. The worst says there are still question marks with their defense. There's still question marks with their offensive line. And I do want to see how this different, as you know, it's different playing with your best friend in college compared to playing with your best friend in, in, the, in the pros. Yeah. So, and not to mention, I just, I just feel, you know, this is a, this is a gauntlet of a division. Yeah. I mean, so I just I have the Raiders last. Who do you have last? I got the Broncos last. Okay. Um, I just I'm not sold on their defense. Honestly, that that makes me nervous. Um, I think their offense is going to be all right, but it's just it's just a lot. It's just too new in mm-hmm. in in Denver for me. I think that nothing drastic happened in Vegas, mm-hmm. so I think Derek Carr. Is gonna be okay with Tay, but I don't know, bro. Is Tay still gonna be Tay in Vegas? Oh man, <laughs> is he? I think he is. I, I just think that Hunter Renfro might be the new Cooper Cup in this oh, offense, bro. No, no, come on now. I'm hey, come on, hey, come on. Hey. I, know, I know he left your boy, but come on, bro. I'm just saying, Still man. Tay, bro. Because Tay gonna see it's gonna be a lot of bodies on him. Hunter Renfro might. He might be getting loose this year, man. Okay. But Tay's still going to be the man, but I don't know. So, so my next one, um, my next team is the Broncos. And the only reason, the biggest reason why I'm putting them over the chart, over the the Raiders is because of Russell Wilson. I trust Russell Wilson more than I trust Derek Carr. Okay. Um, I also trust that defense, even though it was this sketchy, you still have Patrick Sertan the second. And if it wasn't mm-hmm. for Minka Patrick or Minka Parsons, I'm sorry, I would have picked Patrick Sertan as the rook- defensive rookie of the year last year. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You also I like have better. You also have Chubb, and Chubb missed a yeah. lot of the season last year. He's getting healthy. That mm-hmm. that is a, that a lot. It's it's all about health. You know what I'm saying? That's, oh, that's yeah, the name of the game in the NFL. Uh, and sure. I just feel a healthy Denver defense healthy Denver team in general with Russell Wilson is better than a healthy team a healthy Raiders team and that's I do think it's close but I have uh Denver as my next one what about you yeah it's flipped for me I got the Raiders as my third um I just think that their offense has a little more power firepower um Mm -hmm. than them and I just think I 
like Josh McDaniels more than Nathaniel Hackett, especially with their teams. Mm -hmm. So I think a lot of that goes, a lot of that for me goes into, you know, what Josh McDaniels may do with this offense. Um, even even though I, I like Nathaniel Hackett and what he's going to do with the Broncos, I think I like Josh McDaniels just a little bit more. Now this might, uh, this might hurt you a little bit. No, no, go ahead. But I got the Chargers next. I, I got, got the Chargers because the biggest, and the thing that we talked about the most was the coaching. Mm-hmm. And the thing that you talked about the most with the Broncos is the newness. Yep. Again, how is Joey Bosa going to look with Khalil Mack? Is the Khalil Mack that we saw in Chicago the real Khalil Mack, or was that mm-hmm. more of Chicago? Yeah. Um, J.C. Jackson, is that more of J.C. Jackson, or is that more of the New England scheme? Mm-hmm. You know, I, 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 there's a lot of pieces. To me, if everyone clicks and if everything clicks the way that it's supposed to click, oh, if the Chargers are far the best team in the AFC West. But mm-hmm. I do need to see that. I need to see everything click. Um, and I need to see that, you know, Don St- or that Staley understands how to use a clock and how yeah. to how to manage it. Right. So there's still a lot more question marks that I have with the Chargers than I have with, say, the Chiefs. So I have the Chargers as my second best team. What about you? So the Chiefs are my second best. I just still got that taste in my mouth from January. And the way I, I'm replaying it now, the mm-hmm. way they lost that game at the crib. Yeah. At the crib. I just don't like that, man. Mm-hmm. To the Bengals. I'm not saying the Bengals ain't deserve to be the issues. Like, that's like little brother, for yeah. real, coming into your crib. That I just, for me, that hurt me as somebody who, like, thinks that it's so highly of the Chiefs. And just Pat Mahomes is going to have to get used to this new, these new receivers, right? That's going to take a little bit of time. Um, the defense is going to take a little bit of time. Mm-hmm. But I, like you said, man, the coaching is still the same, right? So the, the, the formula is still the same. It's just new ingredients. And I just think that those new ingredients are going to take a while to start tasting good in Kansas City before I can put them over the charges. Now, it was, it was difficult because it's kind of like the new shiny car. You know, you yeah. always want to go with the new shiny car, even though sure. it's old reliable is still old reliable. Mm-hmm. The reason why it was hard for me to do that, because that old reliable has Patrick Mahomes. That old reliable oh, yeah. also has Andy Reid and Eric. Talk Gino. about. And yeah. even though, yes, I, I I can't get them losing a 17 point lead mm-hmm. in in the AFC, you know, divisional round or no AFC championship title game for I do remember that they were up 17 and they were dogging like they were just and I'm also looking at the and I'm also looking at the the Cincinnati Bengals kind of like how I looked at the 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 Jaguars that one year when they made that they made that run to the uh and they and they had now yes don't get me wrong the teams are better teams are better no you know this is funny you say that bro because that following season, I drafted the Jags defense oh, with my fourth pick. Jesus. And, and, and they were Hold gone on. by week what? three, boy. They was gone by week three. Okay? <laughs> so, I don't like talking about that Jaguars team. But, go ahead. So, <laughs> I, I, I think that – now, yes. If you look at that if you look at that team, the, the Cincinnati Bengals, I think they probably have the best offense in the league. But they still have a lot of questions, in my opinion. And can yeah. they duplicate that? Was it they just got hot at the right moment? Because if you look, every single game, 
they were they they were in a dogfight every yeah. single game. And so I mean, that kicker was was exactly like winning games. McPherson was or McPherson. Yeah, yeah. So even with that, I can't forget the Chiefs when they get rolling. And you know, yeah, this. and we saw that. Yeah, we saw we, we saw, saw that we saw that against Houston when they were down yep. twenty, and then they yep. cut that. They they lost. They they ate that lead Man, up in a quarter. It's so much to be said about them coming back. Yeah. We can have a thirty for thirty on that alone. After the, the the amount of things like in the multiverses that could have happened if Houston won that game, oh man! But it's yeah, yeah. it's crazy. I just think I think I can't get over old reliable yet. Yeah. Now I'm not saying that it. I don't know. It could be on his last leg as far as mm-hmm. getting you where you need to go. But it's like a Nissan Altima. You, you got a Nissan Altima. You straight. Yeah. You get to where you got to go. Yeah. Even though the Chargers may be a Tesla, you may also may want to hold on to that Nissan Altima. So right now I have the Chiefs at number one until I see something different. See, I don't know about you, but I'm going to hop right in that Tesla. I'm going to drive it right to the AFC Championship game because I think that's where the Chargers are going. Gotcha. Uh, the Chargers are going to be good, man. I, I really think that we're going to see Justin Herbert and the boys – yeah, they're going to take over, man. I think that they're going to compete. It's going to be a four-horse race in this division as a whole. Um, I can't wait to watch all of their games, bro. I really can't. I'm going to be tuned in. This is the way I feel about the AFC West now. It's how I felt about the NFC West. Mm-hmm. Like, when everybody were at their peak, like when the last game of the season, when it came down to the Seahawks and 49ers. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, like that's how I feel about the AFC West. And that feeling hasn't been there in a long time. Sure. Right. Like even like with the Broncos, when they had Manning, it mm-hmm. still wasn't a good division. Yeah. Right. And then the Chiefs take over. You still it's the Chiefs. But now everybody's in the mix. Yeah. I feel like everybody has a right to the throne right now. And um, yeah, I'm not saying the Chiefs not going to defend it. Well, I'm not I'm not saying that at all. I just mm-hmm. like on paper. I just really like what the Chargers did this offseason. I just feel like. They just built on what they had instead of losing what they had. So I am going out on the limb and saying that every team in this division is going to make the playoffs. Mm, damn. Uh, I think it's that good. I think they, if, if they all play at their best, I think they're all going to, and, and I, I said it when I talked about the AFC North, one of my hot takes this year is I don't think the Cincinnati Bengals are going to make the playoffs. Oh no, I don't. I don't not agree. No, I agree. Yeah. I agree. That's not that hot to me, bro. I, I, bro, listen. The way they've been talking this off season is crazy to me. Like Joe Burrow was on the podcast talking about how many yards he had threw against the Ravens, and he was talking like he was playing the two thousands Ravens, bro. They were all hurt. Oh yeah, like literally, them. they were all hurt. And people forget the Ravens were the number one seed through like week seven before Lamar we went down, like. Mm. The Ravens are back. Yeah. And they're pissed. So, so, yeah. so we talked about this division. And as we said, each, each of these teams outside of maybe the Chiefs got better. Mm-hmm. Who is your surprise team or player that's going to make a huge impact on this division and, and who ultimately will win this division? Um, I think the surprise player is going to be Hunter Renfro. Honestly, I think that he's going to get better with the addition of Devontae and a lot of attention being on him. 
I think that they're going to, I think that McDaniels is going to draw up a lot of stuff for Hunter Winfro and like a lot of stuff underneath is going to be there for him, bro. Like, seriously, he's going to, he's going to shock some people. I wouldn't be surprised if he gets a thousand plus this mm-hmm. season. I think Tay's going to get red zone, red zone for Tay. Mm-hmm. I think getting him down the field is going to be a uh, run for him. Um, But as far as the team goes, I think, bro, the Chargers, I really think the Chargers are going to be the team this season in the AFC West. But like you said, yeah, they're all going to be good enough to make it to the uh, January for sure. I'm going to I'm going to cheat a little bit. I, I have two. OK, My first one is Juju Smith-Schuster. Oh, wow. I think. A lot. I think we forget how talented he can be yeah. if he's not a number one receiver, which yeah. he is not now. Who's the number um, one? In, who do you think is the number one against it? I think kind of like uh, the kind of like the Raiders. Well, the Raiders before Devonta Adams. When you have someone as good as Travis Kelsey, they're going to be your number one. So you think Travis Kelsey is like Mark Andrews to the Ravens? Yes, the number one now, okay. especially with Tyree Kill not being there. Yeah, I think they're going to lean a lot on him, just like before they had Devonta Adams. How Derek Carr leaned a lot on Darren Waller. I mm-hmm. think that they're going to lean in. Travis Kelsey's that good. Oh, I, yeah. just, I just think now Juju Smith-Schuster is going to be important. And he's, he, he, I think he's going to have the best season that he's had since he was playing alongside A.B. Because we often remember, man, Big Ben has been, was, was deteriorating for a good little minute. Oh, yeah. Not to mention their offensive line was god-awful. So it's mm-hmm. like... They don't really have time, and it was nothing but slants and nothing but slants. So I do think now you have an explosive offense. You have an explosive young quarterback, and you're not the number one option. I think that Juju Smith-Schuster is going to have a a, a great season. I'm not going to say a 1,000 yards. I ain't going to go that far, but mm-hmm. he's going to have a great season. And honestly, I'm going to go to your team, Rashawn Slater. Mm-hmm. To me – because it wasn't the flashy pick, I would have picked him offensive rookie of the year. Mm-hmm. The impact that he had on that on the Chargers and the impact that he had as far as you know how, the clean pocket that Josh or Justin Herbert had, I think he is the key because again, you have Austin Eckler. You this team, while yes, the defense is going to be important and and see how that goes. If you can't pass the ball, if you we saw the drastic difference as far as sack percentage that you know that the Chargers have with Rashawn Slater and without him on, yeah who's the Chargers second running back um damn I don't even know. is it um yo what is his name I do not remember but he I had him on my fantasy team when Eckler wasn't Eckler like hurt last yeah. season or something was, yeah and he went off yeah bro he, I know they're gonna put some packages for him. Yeah, the Chargers gonna be dangerous, boy. So I, just, <laughs> I just think Rashad again. I think he was good enough last year. It just wasn't the flash pick, but he was good enough mm-hmm. last year to win Offensive Rookie of the Year. Mm-hmm. I think he is the key, especially with that offense, because the offense, as we saw with Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals, it doesn't mean nothing if you ain't got no time. It doesn't yep. mean that if you can't get the ball because you're running for your life. And yeah. same thing we saw with. Uh, what's the name? J- uh, Russell Wilson. When you have DK, when you have Tyler Lockett, but you you running for your life every two one second, just like yeah. I. Yeah. So, I I know who you're gonna go with, mm. since we did the rankings. But 
just to just to put the icing on this cake, uh, who do you have winning this division? Um, I'm rolling with the Chargers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll go, I'll go even further. Oh, no. I say they sweep the Broncos. Jesus. Split with the Raiders mm-hmm. and split with the Chiefs. Okay. Damn. You really are low on the Broncos. I am, bro. I'm sorry. I apologize. Oh, okay. Um, I will go. I think the Chiefs because I haven't seen anybody beat them yet as far as this division. Yeah. I haven't now. Yes, I'm. I'm not. I'm not negating the fact that they got better and everything, but I haven't seen anybody dethrone them yet. And until yeah. then, I'm gonna. I'm gonna roll with. Oh, I'm gonna roll with my Nissan Altima until. Yeah. Until until it breaks down on me, which we all know those never do. Um, and just for just for, sorry for my language, just for shits and giggles, I do have a question for you. Talk to me. Is jo- is Justin Herbert top five quarterback right now? No, wait, hold on. I don't even know if I, hold on. Let me, let me make sure. I, I ask that because to me, you know, you have Josh Allen. I'm not yeah. ranking them right now. I'm just saying names. You have Josh Allen, you have Patrick Mahomes, you have right. uh, Aaron Rodgers, you have, you know, Lamar Jackson. And then the question right now, I'm not disrespecting him, but to me, there can be an argument is Justin Herbert better than this current iteration of Tom Brady. Damn, Jesus! Tom Brady just retired and came back. But bro, did you see what he did last season? Though I also see what he did this offseason. He retired and came back. Damn! Like you gotta think about it, bro. When, when a UFC fighter retires, do you expect him to just come Ooh. back and be top of the throne again? No. The boxer retired. You think you, Jesus? You think you think? All right, you know about boxing, bro. Yeah. You, you're a boxing savant. If if Miguel if if Floyd, but hold on though. Floyd retired that's Floyd. and came back. That's true. That's true. But that's Floyd. Everybody that's, ain't Floyd. But no, but then but, we're talking about Tom Brady. I'm not gonna do yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's still Brady at the end of the day. So it okay, was only so, a month. So damn. So okay. I might be overboard with, with Brady. So then that's five oh. right there. So then of course, now you put him in the Joe Burrow range, in the maybe yeah. Kyler Murray range. And yeah, I don't know how the hell he Kirk Cousins sneaked into your little range, but Kirk yeah. Cousins and stuff. So I mean, Stafford is still there. Stafford is still there. Yeah, Your Carr may be there. So yeah. So if you were ranking quarterbacks, I do want to hear this. If you were ranking, because okay. it looks like you have your your ranking right. Yeah, there. I got my list. Yeah, because I did this last month. Give me, give me your, give me until you get to Justin Herbert about who's who you have before him. Um, before Herbert. Mm-hmm. Uh, as of as of the list, I got Rodgers, Brady, Jackson, Allen, Mahomes, Stafford, Burrow. Oof. You think Stafford's better than him? Yeah. I the, the only question I have is, well, no, because Stafford was putting up numbers in Detroit. Yeah, he yeah, he was still like he was just in Detroit, you know okay. what I mean? But bro, my the one thing about Matt Stafford, he's gonna throw you an interception. Like he's gonna throw you an interception. All Buddy had to do in uh when they played the 49ers was, was catch the, the ball. Yes. And we're not talking about Matt Stafford right <laughs> now or the Rams. Like that's true. What are we like? You know, that's like true. I like Matt Stafford, but he is careless, bro. Like when they played the Ravens, I was yeah. calling them. I was at work for that game. I never worked Sundays, but I was at work and they had it on. I was calling them in the air. Yeah. I said, it's a pick right there. Yeah. 
like fam that's scary yeah like that makes me nervous to <laughs> like because like bro i could only imagine what an nfl defender is thinking when they play him it's like i know we're gonna get one today yeah. same thing like, as jimmy g we all say he's gonna give you oh jesus you just gotta get whenever because listen if, if if you can't give the running back the ball 30 times yeah god bless you if you're gonna, jimmy yeah. g <laughs> it ain't gonna, gonna work. work it ain't gonna work you know and that's why I like it's funny they talking about him maybe going to cleveland i'm like that's the best place for him you got two running backs, well, maybe if Kareem Hunt don't want to leave still, that can just he can just here you go. Yeah. Here you go. Like I don't I don't gotta throw it. Here you go. Yeah. Like, yeah. So my last question before I let you go. And again, mm-hmm. I appreciate Eric Lyons for being on the podcast, the yes, host sir. of the Electrified Podcast. What is your bold prediction for this division? Mm. I'll give you mine while you think. Go ahead. I've already given my bold prediction as Russell Wilson's going to win the MVP. MVP. Yeah. Um, but my pro prediction is. Oof, damn, I'm just, I'm just going to go it. all day. I got it. My bold I prediction is the Chargers make it to the playoffs, mm-hmm. lose first game. Damn. I think that that's a different, like, think about that. That's yeah. out of all the players, none of them, except, no, none of them really have playoff experience, not even the coach. Yeah. Now, if they tied last season, they both mm. got in. Yeah. Do you think who you think would have made it further, them or the Raiders? Chargers. Yeah. Okay. I think I Chargers think so. probably would have beat. I honestly think the way that Justin Herbert was throwing the ball, I think they would have beat yeah. the, uh, the Bengals. Oh yeah. 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 Yes. Yes. Um. Yes. But I, I have y'all. I think y'all are going to lose y'all first game. Oh, I think the Chargers are going I was to say, make, who is y'all? I'm, I think the Chargers <laughs> are going to make it to the first, make it to the playoffs, and I think they're going to struggle, kind of like Green Bay did. But that's no offense All to right. Green Bay. I just think they're going to struggle because they, again, it's kind of like how the Celtics did this year in the playoffs. It's like, I mean, in the in the NBA Finals, it's just like, Jesus. you know what I mean. So I have that's my bold prediction. I'm still upset about that because they were they were a better team and they know it. Yeah, they ain't know it. They ain't know they was a better <laughs> team. But that's that's need to hit on that. My bold prediction: Devontae Adams will not touch a thousand yards. Oh my, you, you bro. Okay, hold on, hold on now. Please I, put it on. Right. Let's let's. This is therapy here, bro. I understand for people that don't know Eric like that, he is probably one of the biggest Green Bay Packers fans you have ever seen in your life. He actually sure. thinks Jordan Love is a good quarterback. That's how much. Oh, a, hey, hey, I've never, <laughs> hey, hey. That's how much of a hey. fan he is. <laughs> Look, I understand Devontae Adams left your team, but yeah. he's still the best wide receiver. Oh, yeah, in the I love league. Tay. I'm getting, I'm going to get me a black 17. I'm going to get me the black and silver. I love Devontae. You don't think he, you know, you don't think he crack a thousand? He ain't touching a thousand this year. Oh, all right. I don't think so. I got I'll you. tell you why. I, it's not because I'm hating. All right, you go what you had in Green Bay, right? Mm-hmm. You are the top target. You're the WR1, right? Mm-hmm. You had Robert Tunyon when before he tore his ACL. You got Alan Lazard, MVS. These aren't really any top, top targets for Rodgers to really look to, right? Mm-hmm. You go to Vegas, you got Darren Waller, who's arguably – Y'all both top receivers on that team. Yeah. Hunter Renfro is they didn't pay him for nothing. Mm-hmm. I just think that Carr isn't going to force feed him because mm-hmm. he doesn't have to. And Tay's not going to always be open. 
Because they're going to put the whole, everybody's going to be over on the side of the field. Wilder's going to spread the field out. Renfro's going to be open. He's going to be open. They're not, nobody worried about a little white boy. Seriously, that's little Mighty Mouse. Nobody's worried about him yeah. in this offense, but he's going to get found, bro. And he's going to look like Cooper Cup. I'm, try, I'm trying to tell you. But no, Tay ain't touching a thousand. He ain't touching a thousand. Tay's not touching a thousand. I have nope. the Chargers making to the playoffs and losing the first game. I wish this was like TNT where I could put it on the board. Because, <laughs> like, bro, I, I mean that, bro. My man. Again, I want to appreciate Eric for coming on. I appreciate you. I'll leave all his links in, you know, for his podcast and everything in the description below. And that's been today's episode of the Apopular Podcast, man. I appreciate you guys. If you want a popular podcast shirt, hoodie, sweater, long sleeve, joggers, the link is in the description below. I have multiple different colors, multiple different designs. Go get your Unpopular Podcast merch today. Also, please subscribe to wherever you're listening. Please subscribe to wherever you're watching. I'm trying to get the algorithms going, and I need you guys' help. If you can share, if you can comment, if you can like, uh, if you can tell a friend to tell a friend, it definitely means a lot to me. I'm trying to get as much people as we can to join this unpopular podcast wave, and I do appreciate you guys for your help, and I can't do it without you guys' help, so thank you. Also, ooh, I just slapped the mic. <laughs> Until next time. Much love. I'm the same young nigga that came from nothing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah bitch, I came from nothing. I'm straight off the block, I won't change for nothing. I made it out the hood, but I still be thug. I made it out the hood, but I still be drug. Hood rich nigga, hands still get dirty. Only 24 when I keep me a thug. Shit, it get ugly, I got it in plug. I made it out the hood, but I still be drug. Hood rich nigga, hands still get dirty. Only 24 when I keep me a thug. Shit, it get ugly, I got it in plug. It's not a secret, I got it on me. Fucked around, spent like three million in bling. Yeah, I know I'm humble. It's not what it seems. Yeah, fuck everybody. I'm all about my cream. Yeah. Cardiac shades, yeah, I bought like Kareem. Wow. Yeah, I leave a mark when I leave the scene. Wow. I'm nothing like y'all. These niggas be green. From the same city that killed Martin Luther King. Young niggas ain't really having no dream. Young niggas trying to get them some money. Uh, young nigga came a long, long, long way. Cambridge, Sibylline, first Sunday. Yeah, I'm all out with kind of motherfucking chick. We gang them smoking on credit. You know how I do it, bitch. I'm about that bag. If I said I did it, I done it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, ran on my money. I came in the game, did my thing, get jumped. I'm the same young nigga that came from nothing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bitch, I came from nothing. I'm straight off the block, I won't change for nothing. I made it out the hood, but I still be stuck. I made it out the hood, but I still be drug. Hood rich nigga, hands still get dirty. Only 24 when I keep me a thud. Shit, it get ugly, I got it in plenty. I made it out the hood, but I still be drug. Hood rich nigga, hands still get dirty. Only 24 when I keep me a thud. Shit, it get ugly, I got it in plenty. It's nothing. I just put me a op in the oven. Tryna put so and so in a Russian. When they catch that boy, no, they gon' rush him. Yeah, you know I hold grudges, don't judge me. If it ain't about no money, don't bug me. If it ain't about no money, don't bug me. Yeah, I really make ends with my cousin. I guess it. Did I mention I get it the quickest? Yo, I get it the quickest and swiftest. If an intern, a fuck nigga Christian. Mr. Glock, I got bundles of bitches. Yeah, I keep me a Glock in my breeches. Yeah, my mind still stuck in the trenches. Yeah, I got riches still go on missions. Bitch. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, ran on my money. I came in the game, did my thing, get jumped. I'm the same young nigga that came from nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
Bitch, I came from nothing. I'm straight off the block, I won't change for nothing. I made it out the hood, but I still be drunk. I made it out the hood, but I still be drunk. Hood rich nigga, hands still get dirty. Only 24 when I keep me a 30. Shit, it get ugly, I got it in public. I made it out the hood, but I still be drunk. Hood rich nigga, hands still get dirty. Only 24 when I keep me a 30.